Welcome to the More Than OK podcast, a well-being and family podcast about tips, strategies and stories on how to be more than OK. I'm Belinda Bray. I am a wife, a mum and a teacher and I love learning about well-being and I love taking what I've learnt into my everyday life, into my family and into my classroom and I'm excited to bring you along the journey so you can be more than OK. Welcome to another episode of More Than Okay, a family podcast to help you and your family to be more than okay. This month on the podcast, we are talking about anxiety. So we've got a few special guests who've come in to share their thoughts and ideas. And it's just such a great topic that we need to be talking about in our community. Today, we have Pastor Moira Wooten with us, and she is a pastor on our team up here at Highlands Church. Welcome, Moira. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's so exciting. It's been, you've been on my list for a long time, so it's nice to get you in. So today we are talking about anxiety, but I've got you in because I want to talk about what the Bible says about anxiety. And you are like the wisest person I know. So here you are. (laughs) So how do you define anxiety? Okay. I'm not someone who personally suffers from much anxiety, but I found this great definition from the Mayo Clinic and I'll just read it to you. Um, experiencing occasional anxiety is a normal part of life. However, people with anxiety disorders frequently have intense, excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Often, anxiety disorders involve repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety and fear or terror that reach a peak within minutes, so they're panic attacks. Yeah, yeah. Those feelings of anxiety and panic interfere with daily activities, are difficult to control, are out of proportion to the danger and can last a long time. So I thought that definition was quite good because it explains that like most people experience, you know, occasional anxiety, which we do. Yeah. And some people, of course, it's next level, um, you know, to what? the normal that's right might be and it just so happens that just the way everything's worked out I am actually teaching a class about anxiety at the moment so I talk to year sevens about what happens in their brain uh, during this time and the the word that I really want my students to remember is this persistent anxiety is persistent so it's different to worry worry is kind of something that you can use your problem solving skills to come over Mm -hmm. to get over but it's that anxiety is persistent. It doesn't just go away. So that is a great definition. Yeah. I really, I loved that it said persistent. Yeah. Terrible condition. Yes. Awful. Yes. And I would love to see it taken out of the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you see anxiety in the work that you do? I do, um, particularly um, increasingly now because, I feel there's just a general le- level of anxiety in the community that probably wasn't there maybe yeah. years ago. So people are obviously concerned about, you know, economic situations, um, mortgage rates, you yeah. know, if they're old enough to have a mortgage or, uh, you know, job security, just general things like that. Um, you know, am I going to be able to afford to take a holiday with, you know, cost of living increases and things like that? Uh, 
you know, they might have health issues that cause them anxiety. There's a lot of different things in people's lives that can cause anxiety across the board, even things you might not think about that may not cause me anxiety or you anxiety, but someone else might feel totally anxious about something that I might not particularly understand, but I have to understand that that is very real to that person and they really are experiencing something that isn't um, giving them peace of life (laughs) at all. Yeah. So, yeah, increasingly I'd say people are um, experiencing more levels of anxiety yeah. than they had been before. That's just very very general terms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I'm seeing it more and more in students yeah. and younger students who I just have this, they can't describe uh, the emotion, but when you dig into it, they have a level of anxiety that I've not seen before yeah. in little people and it's – it's a shame and it's hard to, yeah. yeah, it's a problem we need to kind of tackle as families yeah. and as schools and as churches. I think yeah. we're a really good place to actually give really good advice to our community yeah, about how yeah. to live with this sort of levels of anxiety. Mm. So the big thing I wanted to talk to you about was what the Bible says about anxiety. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you would have done some pre-reading, so you've got I some did. great things. And I was actually, it's probably something I haven't looked at a lot, but I've looked at other things around it, but I was amazed how much the Bible does say. Oh. Because just back to your point about the students, I think if mum and dad are stressed and have that level of anxiety, they go home to a house that's got a level of stress to it and it's not a relaxing place. Yep. So so these young kids are, are just not experiencing peace. Great. And I yep. think it has to be like the Bible talks a lot about peace, peace beyond all understanding, that type of thing. And I think peace beyond all understanding, I guess, is something I've seen when – you know, there's maybe a death of a loved one and you see God just give people peace beyond that you don't understand because you think this person is very upset. But right now they have a peace that you sort of think it's not explainable. That's just an example of peace that I've seen. So I think if I see peace in those situations, then God's peace can just come in such an extraordinary way. So you can pray for peace in your home so that even if mum and dad are, you know, upset about something, you know, the mortgage rates or whatever, sickness or something, that they can still have peace in their home so that the kids aren't sort of always anxious about things that are not their concern but the adults in their yeah. world are, um, you know. So do pick it up. Oh, absolutely. I have had a conversation absolutely. with a student just this week who was having trouble concentrating in class and when we had a conversation and dug a bit deeper, the student was like, oh, my parents are really worried about these sorts of things. Mm. And I was like, and does that cause you worry? Well, yes, mm. I really feel worried about it. And I think, oh, that's really hard to – Try it as a parent. Yeah. We it's good to share what we're worried about yeah. and what we're anxious about, but then it probably needs to be a follow-on conversation, maybe of let's all hand that over. Let's all talk yeah. about this. This is my worry. You don't have to worry about yeah. this. And I don't know. It's a tricky situation where parents yeah. are 
talking about their anxiety to a level where their kids are picking it, picking it up. But sometimes I think mum and dad think that they're not passing it on to their kids so yeah. they may not talk about things True. in front of their kids. But the kids can still pick up the stress <laughs> yes. even though even if they've made a decision, let's not talk about this in front of the kids. Yeah. This is an adult thing. They don't have to be worried about, say, mortgage rates or interest rates or whatever. Yeah. So we won't. But they that level of stress can yeah. still be felt. So I it agree. brings the anxiety even if it's not talked about. So sometimes I think it's true. They're better off talking about it yeah. instead of pretending it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And then so. I love what you said about having a peaceful home. Yeah. Is that um, our kids need to have a place where they're safe. Absolutely. And home is usually it. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and so peace is a really good thing to have there. Yeah. So can I just um, let you know about some verses yeah, that I found? I love that. I didn't, um, there were so many. Uh, but, you know, in Matthew, Matthew 6, Jesus says, Don't be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body or what you will put on. And this whole passage wow. talks about these things because these are things that we can be anxious about you know you know like if you're worried about how you're going to pay the bills you might think well what am I going to eat or how am I going to clothe myself or the kids it continues on with how God feeds the birds and how he looks after the birds and how beautiful the lilies are and how you know they're clothed and they're beautiful and we shouldn't be worried about these things um, and he also talks about how being anxious cannot add to our lives. And I think oh. that's a really good point because it's not adding anything. It's the anxiety. It can eat away. Yeah. It, it can really cause health issues, yeah. of course, as you yeah. know. And um, so that's a really good whole passage of yeah. just reading it and thinking, yeah, God will look after me. But yeah. getting to that point where you know that, that's a faith step, hey. Yeah. In John 14 it says, and again Jesus says, I'm leaving you a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give so don't be troubled or afraid and again that's a a faith step to know that God does give me that but knowing that having that relationship with God with Jesus that you know that that will happen it's uh, you know a real step of understanding and you know the knowledge that that will come yeah 2 Timothy 1, for God has not given us a spirit yeah, of fear good. or timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Some say, or a sound mind or self-control yeah. and all these things. I think, you know, knowing that God hasn't given us that, that, that God wants us to have those things, self-control yeah. and, and a sound mind and be able to think about things rationally. And I think sometimes when you're anxious, you don't think yeah. about things rationally and it, you can go down a spiral that's not healthy. Yeah. yeah. And this was written such a long time ago. <laughs> Absolutely. And so it's that true saying of there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, yes. Like even back in these times when Jesus was walking around, yeah. he saw that people were anxious about these things, these yeah. same things. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But it it's is. so yeah. relevant then and it's so relevant now. And yep. it's really good for us. And I love that our faith is actually good for our health. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just such a good example of how having a faith in God can actually do things like reduce our blood pressure and help yeah. us breathing and help our mental health and just so many things that our faith is so good for us. Yeah. And very practical. It is really practical. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Okay, so that's what the Bible says about anxiety. But what are some ways that we can use what the Bible says about anxiety into our everyday lives? Yeah, that's a really good question. So it says in Proverbs, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Oh, good. And I just think sometimes we might see someone who's down or even if we're chatting to friends and that, you might just know by the fact they're not talking or something that they're not having a great day. Sometimes I just think an encouraging word can help. Yeah, good. Um, Maybe remove them from their environment if they're feeling stressed. Go for a walk, have a coffee, have a chat. And sometimes I find even as a pastor, people will say to me, I feel so much better now. Yeah, and I think good. actually when I think back, nothing happened. They just might have talked and talked and talked. Maybe I prayed with them. Maybe I just listened, but then they'd say, I feel so much better now. And the number of times that's happened. That's amazing. I just think sometimes you just need that person that you can trust who yeah. you can just download to. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. So that scripture, you know, a good word makes him glad. Sometimes just an encouraging word or a, you know, yeah. how you going, great. You and know, it's like that old proverb that a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And I say that to students all the time. They're like, oh, sorry, we took your time. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. Do you feel better after talking? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, well, yeah. we've shared the problem. And yeah. it's such an important thing to do for yeah, each other. Absolutely. And you've done that for me. We've had many times yeah. where oh. <laughs> I've been able to just go block and yeah. just the knowing that someone's listened. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. It's good. And another one is um, in Isaiah 41, it says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. And even if we feel alone, God doesn't leave us. Yeah, that's so good. I just think sometimes we need to hold on to these scriptures and say, I know that this is true. I know that God's with me, that type of thing. So even if you're not sharing it with someone else, if you can't do that, maybe you, you feel yeah, that you just can't do it, um, you know, God doesn't leave us. God's always there. And yeah. I think knowing that but really knowing it is key. It just, yeah. you know, um, so they're just a couple of things that I think you know, practical, you know, if you someone that you can trust, chat to, and yep. if there's no one, well, God, you're not alone because God's there. God, yeah, God good. sees it all. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got the plan. Yeah. 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 Well, this has been great, great stuff. Um, to end every episode, I like to have some takeaways, some little tips that listeners can take with them into their life and to help them. So I'm wondering, do you have a couple of tips on how the Bible can help when people are feeling anxious? Absolutely. So the first one is to pray. Now, there's a scripture in Philippians that's probably the most obvious one (laughs) for anxiety, but this is it out of the message version. And it just says, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. So in some translations, it says, uses the word anxiety or being anxious. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when God displaces worry at the centre of your life. And I just love the way that put it. It's a well-known scripture, but in that version I just thought, yeah, just 
the ability to just calm yeah. down. So praying, I think, is really key because you're you you are sharing what's going yeah. on in your life, and just yep. sometimes you feel like God's the only one that can listen. Yeah, agree. Um, so that's probably the first one. Pray. The second one is spend time with positive people who can speak life to you and encourage you. And the scripture is Proverbs sixteen twenty four. Gracious speech is like clover honey. Good taste of the soul, quicker energy for the body. Wow. And I love that because it's it, it's sweet. It's sweet words. It's nice yeah. words. But quick energy for the body, sometimes yeah. just those words can make you feel better instantly yeah. in your body as well as listening in your, yeah, good. you know, yep. ears. Uh, the next one is trusting God. John 14, 1, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me, Jesus. Trust that God has a plan and purpose for your life. You're not here by accident. You're born for now. Yeah. God has a plan and a purpose. So that that tip, trusting God, I think that's something that's key. It takes time to have a relationship with God, but once you know you can trust him, yeah. you just have that knowing that everything's going to be okay really. Yeah. Um, but you have to trust first, I guess, before you yeah. come to that. And the last tip I have is know that God is with you. Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God's always there, just okay. knowing that God's always there, that you might feel like you're going through things by, by yourself and that no one else understands, but God's always there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> Thank this you. This is a really big topic and I don't um, I don't want people to think that we are being diagnostic here. If you yeah. need medication, if you need extra help, please go and find it. Um, there's loads of good places to get help. But these simple things can actually help us in our everyday life and they can actually help reduce our everyday levels of anxiety and help to perhaps uh, stop anxiety from setting in yep. when life gets overwhelming. So if you have anything you would like to share on the podcast or any questions or tips, we would love to hear them. You can email us at morethanokayathighlands.qld.edu.au. I hope this episode has been helpful. Thank you, Moira, for coming. Well, thank you. And we hope that you and your family are more than okay. Mm -hmm.